whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And... and- we are we here, are to, here rant to rant and rave. And rave. Nailed yes, it. We are. Yes, we are. And We're yes, here. We what are we here for? We're here to rant. We're going to take a cleansing breath, which I did in my bed by myself last night and thought of all of you. And then we're going to move on. (laughs) I actually did. And not for any bad reason, to be honest. Like I was trying to relax. Mm -hmm. I had had a stressful day. My kid is, you know, nine going on 19, then going on nine again. So Uh it's like poor behavior over something a child would do, but then hateful like a 19 year old. And then Mm -hmm. back to the poor behavior. We worked it out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we learned a lesson. I'm learning about um, healthy consequences. So like mm. instead of just a long-term punishment that seems like forever to a kid, sorry, you can't have the iPad the rest of the night um, mm. because you were unkind about it. Uh, if you would like to earn that privilege back, I would appreciate you helping mommy with the laundry. I'll tell Ooh. you what, that kid folded his laundry sleeve, sleeve, up, pants, pants, fold. neatly in his drawer every bit of it i matched the socks no worries and he got his ipad privileges back and felt very very proud of himself he told kira today when she came to take him stop how cute yes you know what this really makes me happy to hear i'm serious good on you for doing that when i come across a problem where i'm like i about lost patience with my child because i'm I am not a patient. Per- patience is a virtue, and I don't have many virtues. And, <laughs> but, <laughs> but with my son, I try very much to be patient because, sure. you know, he takes in things differently than I do. Yes. And I got yelled at as a kid, and I hated it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be the yelly mom because I think naturally I probably am. So I really make a concerted effort to learn how to communicate better, so mm-hmm. that he understands. Mommy's not just angry; she's frustrated and trying to learn how to correct something that may not be right in the way I'm behaving, right? That's major. And how big of you to do something like that? Most people don't do that. Not with their kids or their marriage or their workplace. That's huge. That's because our generation was raised to fear our parents. So it was like, I better not do this where they can see it or they will get mad. Well, I want him to learn to be a kind person. Yes. <laughs> and that's not very, that's not kindness or goodness mm-hmm. or anything. But it, honestly, it was an article that I read. I should pull it up. I actually tagged it. I wasn't expecting this. Um, but this might actually help some people because I found it helpful. Totally. How, it's from Empowering Parents. It's an article mm-hmm. called How to Give Consequences that work because one Mm. of the things in the article was like, if you, if your teenager is late for curfew Uh and you ground them for the rest of the month, that is an eternity to them. They're not our age. They haven't lived as long as us. Oh God. I knew what that was like. And it feels impossible. And therefore they don't care. They're not learning and they're going to figure out a way to work around it. 
or yeah. they're going to be pissed off for the entire month. They haven't learned a thing. Yes. You know, so instead, the example was your child is late for curfew. How late were they? Okay, an hour late. Great. The next time you go out, your curfew is an hour earlier until you can prove to me you make it home on time. Then you get your curfew back. Oh, nice. So it's them earning back their privileges. Sure. And learning to respect that. I thought that was brilliant. I think that's great. It doesn't even require yelling. It's right. like, you're late. You weren't. That's not the rules. I'm disappointed. Mm -hmm. And here's the consequence. And yep. as soon as you earn this privilege back, we'll be fine. Wow, this is a whole new way of parenting. I'm serious. I mean, it's different than our generation for yeah. sure, the way I was raised. Are you kidding? I, got, I still I haven't gotten over being grounded from watching the prom episode of 90210. Oh, Jessica, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I bet you could find it on YouTube. Well, do you want to know what's even worse about it? What? One of my best friends, Marianne, who lived down the street from me, she came over every week to watch. She was at our house every single day. You better believe she still came over and watched it at my house while I couldn't watch oh it. Oh, my God. You've told me this. And I think it's so mean. It is. I get it. I understand it was that important to her. <laughs> but also, maybe VHS record it and you guys can watch it together. <laughs> that was the point. My mom didn't let me record it. That was also part of the part consequence. Of the, yeah, and there was no DVR. No, no streaming. It was uh -uh. gone in the wind. You it's had like to you either, hear about it. Uh-huh. You're right. It's like you catch it while it's on or you pop in a VHS tape. Yeah. <sighs> well, and I also, one of the things, it said you need to find punishments that are relatable to the situation. Sure. Too. So the reason that he was having a fit and being rude to me was I was for once watching a show during the daytime uh -huh. on my iPad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mine. It was given to me by a friend. Right. <laughs> because he got a newer one and didn't have any use for it. And I am very grateful. Yes. It's the first iPad I've ever had. Okay. Well deserved. Thank you. And I'm grateful for the gift. Thank you. <laughs> you know who it is. I probably shouldn't say his name. So people aren't like, why are you giving Dana an iPad? Anyway, um, it was for work reasons. And I use it for that as well. Uh -huh. So anyway, I never watch TV during the day ever, 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 right. ever, probably since I've become a mother. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just needed a break. He was being pushing my buttons a little yeah. bit. You know, I was alone. Dan Tipton is off doing things he needs to do. And I was like, I just need this break. Yep. And I was watching Generation Hustle, just a little shout out. It's an amazing show on HBO about Ooh. scammers, and it's unbelievable. There's always twists, and you're like, what? Oh. Anyway, it was great. So I needed that break for a moment. And he wanted to watch the iPad, and he believes he can only watch YouTube on the iPad. Not true. You can watch it on anything, my friend. <laughs> Tried to explain it to him, <laughs> but he likes the habit of coming sure. into mommy's room, sitting by her bed, using yeah. her iPad, right? Yeah. But I was like, no, mommy is could not handle it because he's an only child and he right. thinks he's the center of the world. So I had to tell him, you, mommy does everything for you. Why are you more important than mommy? Why does mommy not get a break? I just right. made your dinner. I just washed your clothes. I just picked up some of your toys for you. Why does mommy, why is mommy not as good as you? Because I need a break. Uh-huh. 
uh, couldn't handle it. Couldn't got even <laughs> upset because he recognized that that he didn't want to hurt mommy, but mm -hmm. mad because he wanted his way, and it just erupted into. I finally said, "Mommy needs privacy. Please leave my room." <laughs> <laughs> because he tells me I need privacy. Yes. I privacy. So I used his own words and he had to do it. But Ooh. oh, he he stood at the doorway going, ooh, ooh, like didn't even know what to say. Okay. Because <laughs> he knew, ooh, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was frustrating me because I had already said no iPad for the rest of the night, but that never makes me feel good. And, sure. you know, Anyway, then I did this research and found that article, and and I'm going to start changing how I. I think it's awesome because he he told Kara when she came today the first thing she walked in the door he said I folded my own laundry smooth. How cute is that? He was proud. That's what I was going to say. It's also yeah. giving them a sense of, I guess, to piggyback on where you got the article empowerment, right? Yeah. Yeah, but seriously, absolutely. that's teaching him a life skill. That's responsibility. Well, and then and that's something he can be proud of. I think that's amazing. I do think so, too. And the reason I'm still talking about it right now is because I actually think that's transferable to adults. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you maybe yeah. you. I think it's you can plug it into adult situations and how mm -hmm. you handle others. You know, I always try to live by say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't say it mean. Same kind right. of concept. <laughs> sure. Anyway, I don't have an example for that, but let's all work on it. Somebody help me. Okay. <laughs> how was your week? I love it. You know what? It was pretty good. I'm frantically trying to get things in order. We are leaving yes. the country yes. only because we are both Canadian citizens. Yes. Otherwise, we would not be able to. Yes. And I kept thinking, like, I don't have time to do certain things that I want to do, but I need to prioritize. And then I finally bit the bullet and said, no, I haven't cut my hair in two years. Mm -hmm. You know what it looks like. You all have seen it. You've heard me talk about it ad nauseum. The cinnamon broom is gone. <laughs> and it will not be returning for Halloween either. No, your hair looks beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It looks really red in the screen right now. It's not as red oh, when you see it in the light. It doesn't me. It might no? just be on okay. your side. Yeah. It looks lovely and it looks healthy. Thank you. I he yeah. cut, I think, five inches off. It made a big difference and it was yeah. long overdue. And Dana and I were talking about the importance of doing things for self-care. You guys... Yeah. I felt like a different person. I literally mm -hmm. felt like I had a dead demon cut away from my body by cutting that dead hair off. And Would now you call yourself the black witch of <laughs> the witch of Blackbird Pond. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Caldecott winning novel or something yes. when we were children. I remember the title. I just couldn't remember how it went. Right? But when you said it, it definitely instantly yanked me back to like elementary school junior high school right yes so by the way the hairdresser or someone i've known for years i've never gone to i'm always sometimes scared to use friends for services or i'm like right. just in case it doesn't yes. go well yeah i get it he, he was so amazing he is now going to be my new hairstylist it was such an amazing experience but y'all my hair was literally 
five different colors. That's not for effect or exaggeration. <laughs> he took the tips and he goes, oh, and he's like holding it up to my eyebrow. And he's not like making fun or laughing. Right. He's dead serious. He goes, so are we going to try to match to this? Is this your natural color? I said, not even kind of. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, that is over two years of growth and fade. Yeah. And it was just hideous. So we decided to go uh, real natural. Sometimes people loved when I say I don't want to go blonde. They love to make me have burgundy or like Elvira black hair. Mm-hmm. And I am albino white, as we yeah. all know, it's a little too severe on me. So mm-hmm. the point of this is uh, if you have the way and the means, treat yourself to a haircut i will it never really, go that long again oh it my really God. does it makes you feel better if you have problems getting out of bed sometimes like i do because of <laughs> you know depression or whatever yeah. uh it helps me get up and i go oh i don't have to work so hard to make my hair look good and that right. feels like i can accomplish this right right because i don't i i i feel like I don't know. It's just uh, something that I think was imprinted on me. Like, yep. if you're going to go out in public, people are going to treat you bad if you don't look appropriate. Right. Totally. And there is some truth to that, unfortunately. Yes. But more than that, I feel good about myself, even yep. if it's just up in a ponytail. But I know it's healthy. 100%. Yeah. And it's an it investment. Different. It's an investment in my career. And I don't say that just as a performer. I say that as yes. everybody. Absolutely. It it helps your confidence. It helps people feel like you're put together, whether you are or not. (laughs) So it's an investment in myself and my career, Mm -hmm. and it's worth it. A hundred percent. I don't have to go to some Beverly Hills salon and have the woman who did Deborah Messing's hair do my hair to feel good. (laughs) You know? It's so true. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out. I don't know why I'm being private. It's not like it's a secret society or place. Grover LA is the name of his company, I believe. If anyone needs a stylist in LA, contact me and I will give you his info. It's at a really cool place called Salon Republic, hmm. which is in what us old timers called the Sunset Five, you know, where Crescent yes. Heights meets Sunset. Yeah. That's where so, Thomas and I go see our scary movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the upstairs part, yes, it, the yeah. theater is still there. Mm-hmm. It's called Salon Republic. And what it is, is like 40 suites and each stylist, whatever they're offering, they have people who do waxing, people who do facials, people who do hair. Mm-hmm. They have their own suite. Booth. So oh, sweet. Okay. You go in, so it's I mean, you go in the main entrance of Salon Republic, but then I go into Joe's studio, closes mm-hmm. the door. He has a privacy shade he can pull. He has a beautiful window looking out oh at Chateau God. Marmont. He has his own hair wash. When I tell you it's a miniature salon, I loved it. He was playing like low music, so it wasn't distracting or too anything. He mm. was burning a perfect candle that was like just oh, a hint of scent. Lovely. And you know what? We did not come up for air. And he thanked me when I left. He goes, I have to tell you how refreshing it was that you were not on your phone. Forget about the whole time, but at all. The only time I pulled out my phone was to show him a product I took a picture of that I've been using. He said, nine times out of 10, when people are here, they're on their phone the entire time. And he said, A- it's, he goes, I understand if people don't want to chat or they need to do it, but he goes, the whole time, he goes, also, 
by bending down, looking at you're changing the shape and length of your hair when I'm cutting. He's mm -hmm. like, by you sitting how you were and looking me in the eye, I had an accurate read oh, on I how never I was cutting that. your hair, right? Yeah. And he said, now people come in and he goes, they bring their computer and they say, do you mind if I work? And he said, they're talking and working on their computer the entire oh, time. Man. No, this should be a time for you to relax and yep. know that you're putting, you're feeling good about your, what you're doing for yourself. Uh -huh. I, th I think. A hundred percent. I, when I go to my girl, her name's Christy Kelly Jarvis. You can look her up on Instagram. <laughs> um, I drive out to Thousand Oaks for her because I mm -hmm. love what she does. Yep. And, um, I, as soon as I roll in, I go, whew, you ready for this? I mean, yeah. <laughs> we talk the whole time. The only time I have my phone out is when she leaves to let everything set yes. or to, you know, she's like, hey, I got to take care of this real quick. I'll be right back. That's the only time I'm on my Absolutely. phone or, or reading a magazine, you know? Yep. But I use that as mommy time. Mm -hmm. This is, this is me time. Yep. And I'm going to tell my friend my crazy life. And she's going to be like that girl every time I come in. And I'm, exactly. we're going to laugh about it. And it's great. You know? Yep. Indeed. And I do ask her about her. I remember things about, I ask her about her kids. Oh, I ask her about her husband, ex-husband now. Like a, right? we've been through life together, you yes. know? <laughs> no, it was yeah. really cool. And we like, uh, it was just gr a great way to catch up with him. And yes, our conversation, I actually felt bad because when we were done, it was one of those situations where I was already outside of his studio in the hall and then uh -huh. realized another hour went by. I kept saying, oh, and one more thing. Or he was like, oh, and so for a full hour after I was done, had paid, had my purse on my shoulder. We stood there talking for another hour. Oh, my God. It sounds like he needed it, too. I know. I think we both did. It was yeah. very refreshing. Can I piggyback on your thing? Yes. Because this is so apropos. I just of saw course. my girlfriend post this today. So I have a girlfriend who is just a living doll. Um, Hillary. Hillary Phillips hair is her at handle on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Jessica, if you wouldn't mind following along, I'd love for you to see some of her work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to read this, uh, this um, post she made six hours ago. Um, okay. By the time you see this, it'll be more time passed, but she is like a, how would you describe it? My old lady brain describes it as kind of a punk stylist. Like yes. her thing is color and the colors that she does. I wish I could a pull off and B do, but I can't cause of my career. So anyway, while you're perusing Jessica, I'm just going to read her post. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about boundaries. I felt the need to make a post about this because I'm just getting so many late night DMs and texts and rude messages regarding appointments from new clients. Mm -hmm. Please swipe to see a few of the midnight messages I've received. Now I will read those to you in a second, but I want to. What is her? Post. What is her handle again? At Hillary H I L A R Y Phillips P H I L L I P S Hair H A I R. I see. Okay, perfect. Go on. You wouldn't call your dentist, mechanic, plumber, or any other business past their hours of operation. So why does anyone think messaging me in the wee hours of the night would be appropriate? I'm still a person, mm -hmm. y'all, not just a business. And it's incredibly rude to message me late at night for an appointment or comment on one of my stories with how much. Now, mm -hmm. when you when I read you the messages these people have sent you, sent her, 
they're not even kind. Okay. Right. Like you're you're messaging at midnight and you don't even have a hey <laughs> before it. The, it's then she beyond. Lists, she lists the times re- that you can contact her requiring um, and information for new cl- clients and says it's always listed directly in my bio to all of my regulars. Thank you endlessly for your support and for always being respectful of my mm-hmm. business hours. Now, let me read you the screenshots that she put. Somebody mm-hmm. messaged her at 1246 a.m. a private text on her home or on her mobile. <laughs> Hi, my name is Blah. Wonder whatever the name is. I'm not going to say it's not listed. She didn't she didn't out anybody. But hi, my name is Blah. Wondering if you're available tomorrow for cut only. I want a Bob. I want a long Bob textured, maybe razor details. So it's not blunt. That's it. One o'clock in the morning. Unacceptable. Next one. Twelve forty eight a.m. Hi, just stumbled onto your account and wanted to make an appointment for blonde. Are you available tomorrow or Monday? Sorry, that's not how hair salons work. You see when they have openings, you don't request. Okay, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) This one I have to show you because it's a picture of this woman's, the side of her head, no face, no nothing, just her hair. And literally just said how much, Jessica? How much? Unreal. (laughs) That's the last one she put up. Anyway, I'm just like, no, hi, hello. She's a human being. Totally. I'm just, this is a professional running her own business. What are you doing? Well, he mentioned this. This is so kismet that you're saying this. Joe mentioned the very thing. We were talking about something and he goes, also, he goes, I needed to thank you for not sending me multiple texts. He goes, I'm sorry. I know I didn't reply until this morning to let you know. Yes. He goes, but I have adopted a very strict policy for my own mental health and self-care. And yes. rightfully so. Yes. He goes, my days off are Sunday and Monday. Now, he saw me on Monday, but I didn't ask for that. He happened to want to work and have an opening, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah, I saw your hours. Even though those are my days off too, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ask him. I'll see when I can make it work on another day. He goes, no, I so appreciate it. But he goes... I have people blowing up my phone all day and night at all hours. And it's so disrespectful. And he said, I couldn't ever have a true break. And I started to value the importance of my downtime where I am alone. Mm -hmm. Look at my phone. He goes, to be honest, I don't even check my social media for at least a full 24 hours on my days off because I have to have a break. Yes, this Hillary said too. It's seven days a week. People are contact like she doesn't get. So that's why she said boundaries. I'm saying this is when you can contact me, and she gives herself the weekends off. And if you look at the thread, if you guys check her out, so many hairstylists are like, "Girl, I just wrote this yesterday. Girl, this is happening to me too," and they're all like, "We're people. What you know?" And I wrote. Because you and I have been talking about this. I wrote, I'm so glad you posted this. I'm not sure why there's so much rudeness happening, but it's a problem. Restaurants have even been closing down because people have been so rude. They are making staff cry. It's unacceptable. People have to remember they are not the center of the picture. Be kind and respectful of others. Just because someone offers a service does not mean you can disrespect them. That's never been okay. And it's definitely not now. (laughs) But like, Hairdresser after hairdresser, like, and how about y'all say hi first? How are you, et cetera? I just read this post yesterday. This, this, this. 
this happens to me all the time. Oddly enough, I get similar approaches to make videos for people too. What? This is happening all over everywhere. Yes. Every service. And it's mm -hmm. wrong. It is making you a bad person because that is poor behavior. And poor behavior after poor behavior after poor behavior becomes who you are. And that's yep. a bad person. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I'm just like going through here. I couldn't help but laugh nervously each time I read this. They're so frustrating. I'm glad you're finally posting about it. Like <laughs> 2021 has been a year of learning boundaries for me myself. It's okay if we don't respond. We work with our hands for goodness sake. Right? People surprise me every day to say the least. They work with their hands. They have color and goop on their hands. They can't respond to you immediately. And you're so right. It's just like I said, it's like, well, the bank, and rightfully so, the bank gets to go, goodbye, we're closed. And they, they don't care how close and much of an door. emergency it is for you. You could be hysterical and need to depart. Too bad. Too bad. It's not to be mean. There has to be a cutoff. But people don't respect that. With restaurants, with grocery stores, it's like, you know how bad those people are ready to go home too. Oh, or need to go God. shopping for their own families after they're know. done working all day. Yep. And they're probably uh, short yeah. on supplies and short on staff because the country's trying to open up again, but everybody's getting COVID again because people are unvaccinated and it's still highly contagious. <laughs> ah. Ooh, we need that cleansing breath coming up. <laughs> anyway. I think this almost turned into a rave. I mean, a rant. Jesus. <laughs> Well, it ties in perfectly with, I think, probably both of our rants today, uh -huh. to be honest. Roll you, on into it. Roll on in. Let's just roll on in, y'all. Oh, my so, God. One of our listeners already knows this because they messaged me about a doctor's appointment that they got there. And it was like, oh, you're going to have to wait an hour, maybe two, to get into your appointment. And I was like, girl, look what just happened to me yesterday. So we were kind of yep. ranting off the show together. So apologies that you've already heard this. But so yesterday, so here's the rant. And then I'll tell you how it affected me. People making an appointment for a service at your home, causing you to cancel your plans, appointments, et cetera, only to have them not show up. They give a new window and then they don't show up th for that either. So it's what, 100 here today, 97, something like that. And, it, and it's getting hotter. Our hottest season is like August through October. <laughs> I know. I'm not so, looking forward to it. I know. Every every uh, Halloween, I'm like, are we going to have to wear flip-flops or do we need long johns? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Seriously. So anyway, my air conditioner started. Do you know the sound of a car? You may not. I drove a lot of clunkers in my time and lived around a lot of clunkers. But when a oh, belt... Yeah. When a belt gets loose and it makes this sound. Oh, yeah. When you drive. Looks like you missed your calling to be. Looks like you missed your calling to be a Foley person. <laughs> oh, well, that's what a belt sounds like when it's loose. And my air conditioner started doing that. And oh, so no. it was like 1230 at night. Call my dad because, Yeah. Right. He lives You're like, How quickly miles away. can you be here? <laughs> no, but he has he's trained in air conditioning and stuff. And yes. so I asked him and he said, you know, I think it might be this. It could be the blades. You might try putting some WD forty, make sure it gets on the shaft and down Ooh. into the motor, all this stuff, right? So I just soak it because it is so loud. I can't leave it on. My it'll wake up my neighbors. Also, my kid. 
Like it's screaming at the top of its lungs, right? So anyway, long story, not short. uh, We called (laughs) for repair the next morning. They say, okay, we'll be there between 11 and 2. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to rearrange some things. You and I were supposed to record. You know, I I try and get my son out to do things because it's summertime. Um, I had a doctor's appointment that was a referral Mm -hmm. that I was going to for the first time. Uh, So all this happens. I cancel recording with you. When they say we'll be there between 11 and 2, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to wait a little bit, see if they show up on the early side. So about 1130, yeah. I was like, not happening. Cancel my doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. They call me about 230 and say, there's something wrong with the truck. The guy broke down. He's going to be, he's running behind. He's going to be there later. I say, okay, no problem. Cause I've already canceled everything. So what's the big deal? Right? Mm-hmm. So six o'clock comes, never shows. Seven o'clock comes. Mm-hmm. Never showed, never called, at nope. least call and say, I am so sorry he can't make it to you today. I would have been annoyed, yes. But not only did you fuck my entire day, you yes. fucked my week because I had yes. to reschedule that doctor's appointment for a day that I don't have a babysitter, yep. okay? my I don't have anyone to watch my child. I still need him to come out and fix the dang thing. I still didn't get my air fixed now. Somehow, I think my dad was right. And overnight, I think that WD-40 somehow got in there because a full 16 hours later, I did turn on my air because it was 77 degrees in my house. And I live in a very not well insulated, not keep it cool in here house, right? So 76 to you might sound like, I mean, it's bearable. Not in this house. No, it's not. Not in the valley. Trust (laughs) me. 72 in my house. I'm sweating. And I listen, everybody is important. My house is full of important things like my child and myself and my planties and two cats and a doggy and a lizard, mm-hmm. some of which cannot handle dramatic temperature changes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Myself included. I get real grumpy. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> if he had called and said, we're not going to make it, I probably would have been annoyed, but I wouldn't have been like, screw you. So what did we do? We called and said, you never showed up. You never called. We're canceling and we're going with somebody else. Mm -hmm. So anyway, rude. So that's the flip side of a customer service thing. Like I understand if you're under stress, it is the busiest time of the air conditioning year. I totally get that. Don't promise me you can be there in a few hours and then ruin my entire week. Honestly, I have to rehire a babysitter now. I'm paying double now yep. for child care because of you. I exactly. had to record today with you instead of yesterday, which messed up your schedule and my schedule because I had other plans too. <laughs> I I haven't been able to go to the store since a week and a half. Like I'm running out of stuff I shouldn't be running out of because anyway, I was trying not to do an Instacart because yes. it does get expensive. Of course. And I just want to be able to go get my stuff real quick and get back. <laughs> And you know what I mean? And I now like, I'm hoping I can squeeze it in today, but that's not inevitable. That's not inevitable. It might, I Mm -hmm. might not because I have a certain window of time before my kid comes back. I'm sorry. I'm not taking him into a store unvaccinated. I don't care if you are or not. I don't trust that you are because, you know, listen, we've all found out people we thought were vaccinated or not. And we're like, Hey, Oh, what? What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought I was, I I thought my child was safe around you. It's not just about me. 
Right. My kid's not old enough to be vaccinated. So exactly. if you have something, if you have something and you give it to my kid, I thought my kid was safe around you. I'm very mm -hmm. particular about who my child is around. So don't push me. Exactly. <laughs> I don't take him into the store because I don't trust anyone. I, I hate to not say with, it, but as not you with my child's life. Yeah, not right? with my child's life. So anyway, that's the flip side of customer service. Don't you be rude yep. to them, but also they shouldn't be rude to you. And I understand that staffing, supplies, your car broke down, whatever. I understand that. I would have been annoyed, but an apology would have been nice. But this is also exactly what happened a few weeks ago when we talked about when I was waiting on the carpet cleaner at my mm -hmm. office. Just call or text. You know, it's like if you tell me, oh, I'll be done by 11.15 and I was about to just jump in the car and drive over. And I thought, you know what? Just check. Even though he insisted, yes, that's plenty of time. Just mm -hmm. call and check in. And I did. And he hadn't done anything. So in the two hours that you said your machine broke, you didn't call me right away. Why are we waiting until I'm... That yeah. is what I can't stand. Just like this. You are you give someone a three-hour window... If your thing is broken and we're an hour and a half into that window, you best be calling and rescheduling. Well, also, you gave me two different windows and couldn't read either one of them? Exactly. <laughs> you gave me 11 to 2, and then at 2.30, you told me, uh, well, sometime, uh, probably close to 6. Mm -hmm. I've always said this to any kind of utility or vendor or a plumber. They're like, oh, will, I, when it, will anyone be there between 8 and 12 or between 12 and 4? I said, uh-uh, there's not a four-hour window. Mm -mm. I'm like, I, I guess it's nowadays people, a lot of people have been at home because of the pandemic. That's different. But mm -hmm. still, that doesn't mean that people didn't still have to work because yes. Some when people I, did. You still have appointments. You still have to leave the home to go get groceries and shit. So yes. what person, unless you're someone that sits home all day and doesn't mind, right? doesn't mind and right. happens to be home all day and never needs to leave their house, mm -hmm. can just sit around waiting all day for that. Especially to sit around and wait for it and then have that not happen. Because yes. when I had a regular job like normal people do, I had to use time, personal time off. For things like that. Always. Do you know? Do you know that that is one of the reasons? It's not the only reason, but it is one of the reasons I never changed my last name legally. Because at the mm. time I had a corporate job and I could not get the time off to go stand down at that public office downtown oh for four God. or five hours in the hopes I could get my name changed. Mm -hmm. So I also didn't really want to because it, I've explained that before. I, I am Dana Tipton to my friends or to my family, but right. legally I'm Dana Powell. And for my career, I'm Dana Powell. And that mm -hmm. was a choice I wanted to make. But I had thought about changing my name. It was still early enough I could have right. or hyphenate or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have the time to take off to go do it. Right. <laughs> it's insane. And so Absolutely you're taking your, if you don't show up at all, you haven't gotten them the service that they need. You've taken their probably PTO. It costs them money and they lost vacation mm -hmm. to get nothing. So like, if you know, you're not going to be able to make it, just say, I apologize. We are slammed. Can we make this for tomorrow instead? I'll mm -hmm. put you top of the list. I'm That's right. 90% of the time I'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know? Yes. And again, if nothing else, it could be even just for you to leave and run to a store around the corner for crying out loud. Thank you. 
My kid needs face wash and sleepy vitamins because I ordered them from Amazon. And even though I have a covered patio, that person left it in the no. sun. Yep, they're full all sun. These yep. gummy vitamins are all melted into one sleep blob. What do I do with that? No did measurements. You, um, did you file a complaint? I did. I And I'm returning it. Good. I don't know. Nobody. It must have been a new driver. Nobody's ever done that. I'm like, it is. 98 degrees today is the high. Yep. I have a covered front porch, and you put this where my cacti sit. <laughs> <laughs> that alone should tell you, oh, this is a sunny place, right? <laughs> anyway, that's my rant. Rant over. Curious. All right. Well, on the tales of rudeness. Rude. This will be very quick because I really am trying to let things roll off more. But y'all, um, I'm tired of people being unnecessarily rude in general. I think we can all agree on that. And we cover it many times in many situations. It's necessary. Okay. Mm. But I'm tired of people being unnecessarily rude when receiving a call from an arts organization. Am I talking about me personally? Hmm. Maybe I am. I work for several. <laughs> Um, I understand people's frustration. I understand people not wanting to be bothered. I understand robo calls. I understand bullshit, fake calls where people are trying to swindle you. I have been a victim of this, trying to pretend like they're the DWP, the IRS, mm -hmm. or even those calls we used to get at every single place I've ever worked, no matter what kind of business it was, people trying to sell fake ink and toner. I get it. Oh. We all hate it. <laughs> that I've was like a big that. Oh God, that was a big coup. And they'd even call like retail stores I worked at. I'm like, we don't have a printer. I'd hang out. It was such crap. <laughs> but when people are calling in regards to nonprofits or arts organizations, things that are beneficial to our society, yes, I will take that to my grave. Mm -hmm. Um, there's no need to be rude. Like, for instance, um, one of the companies that I currently work for offers incredible programs for children, seniors, and have an outstanding long-running program that's a writing program for veterans. Wow. And we have a massive VA center here in LA. Half of what nonprofits do, and again, I'm just attesting to one of the organizations I work for, mm -hmm. half of what we do is made possible through the generosity of our donors. Mm -hmm. What happened to just saying, I'm sorry, but I'm not interested? It's That's just all I that need. Easy. Especially like, um, <laughs> I even, now let me ask you this. How do you mm -hmm. feel about, I know you have a spiel, I'm mm -hmm. assuming. How do you feel about someone going, I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you because I don't want to waste your time. I'm not able to give right now. Or I'm you... fine. I'm absolutely fine with that. Because that's usually what I do. I'll say, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop you. I, I yep. can't give right now. Because I don't want to waste their time either. A hundred percent. So I really try to feel the waters. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can tell immediately. Some people go, hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. You know, when you say who you are and why you're calling. Or they say, yes. And they couldn't sound angrier. And if it's Ooh. that. Here, let's do a little role play. Yeah, Hi, Dana. Good. My name's Jessica. I'm calling on behalf of blah, blah, blah. Yes. Hi. Um, I'll be really brief with my call. Now you see oh. my, voice, my voice already elevated. And you told me and you're going to be brief. So I know she registered that I'm not super happy about this, uh -huh. but I did answer. 
Mm-hmm. Even okay. people that are nice, P.S., I say I'll be brief with my call. Smart. Um, <laughs> to try to keep them interested. But seriously, I say I'll be really brief with my call. You know, a lot of people don't realize that we are a nonprofit 501c3. Mm-hmm. And um, in efforts to reopen our doors and continue with our education and outreach programs, blah, 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 blah. Would you be interested in considering a tax deductible donation at this time? No. Okay, Dana. Well, thank you so much. And we hope that we see you back in person when the time is right for you. Bye-bye. See? Perfectly nice. Easy. Right? You were nice. I wasn't. But I wasn't supposed to be, right? I was trying to be rude. I've had people be so... First of all, I have people just straight up hang up on me. Fine. That now I just laugh. I used to take that personal. But some of the anger that comes from... It's like not needed. You just have to say, not interested. Also, let me just put this out there. I don't know if people are aware, but usually more often than not, Mm -hmm. the people of these large organizations who are Mm -hmm. at the top and who would be responsible for someone having to make this call ain't making that call. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you're chewing the face of somebody that's just trying to make a living themselves because they get paid to make that call. (laughs) Exactly. Okay? Your livelihood doesn't depend on their donation. Your livelihood depends on making that call. So why do you have to get abused for it? Am I right? Yes. Now, can I do something for you? Yes. I just want to do something just for you, Jessica. Okay. Okay? Because I think this is going to be cathartic. I want you to call me, pretend, and... I'm going to be rude, and I want you to tell me exactly how you feel and what you think. No holds barred. Oh, my God. I want you to really <laughs> dig up all these people that have been rude to you and hung up on you, and I want you to tell them. Is this an acting class? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Draw, drawing the emotion so that it's real. I want you to... Dig up everything from the past and mentally harm yourself to do a job. (laughs) It's acting, folks. Let's not damage ourselves, okay? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm international. Okay, hello. Hi, may I speak to Dana, please? This is Dana. Hi, Dana. My name's Jessica, and I'm calling on behalf of I'm really busy right now. Okay. Okay. I'll be really brief. I'm calling you on behalf of Acme Theater. We're about to reopen our doors. And would you be interested in me sending you an email with some amazing offers you know that what? we have? I am very busy. I understand that you have an organization you're trying to. Can you just. Well, send... I don't think you do, Dana. Do what? Understand. Oh, then tell me. <laughs> I mean, you had enough time to answer the call. Yeah, maybe I was expecting calls from somewhere else. Well, did you not see on the caller ID that I wasn't a name that you recognized? So then why did you choose to answer the phone if you're so busy? Okay, good point. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't even go on any further. A, because I even feel like a creep being mean to you in a fake scenario. But I'm going to give you – this is hilarious. I'm going to give you a prime example. I had a guy – And trust me, by the way he was breathing, I believe him. But he goes, Jessica, I'm in the middle of a workout with a personal trainer. 
Then why did you answer? I literally had to put my fist in my mouth so I wouldn't scream laughing. Then what the hell were you doing answering your phone, dude? Right. When I was going on the to the occasional yoga class, uh, you turn off your phone and you put it in on silent, whatever, and it goes in your purse or your bag or in your shoes that you take off. Now, what do I, you mean you're in the, the middle? The only thing I will say is I definitely, you know, I don't answer numbers I don't recognize, period, point blank. Well, I, I don't either. Don't. Unless I have booked a job, which, dear God, this that needs to happen again. Uh, Amen. <laughs> if, I've, <laughs> if I've booked a job and I know I'm expecting a first AD, the production office, wardrobe, yes. all these different calls from people I don't know. I will answer every unrecognized number. Mm-hmm. It just encases them unless I'm busy. Right now, that's a choice I made because Mm -hmm. I would rather them get a hold of me instead of this back and forth voicemail. Me call them back, maybe not reach them, blah, blah, blah. Now, I am making that choice. So if a sales call comes in, that's on me, not them. And I'll just say, I'm sorry, I'm really busy. I can't help you out, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I wasn't expecting that, you better be sure I ain't paying some trainer and then answering my phone. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I've literally heard it all, but that one happened last week and I almost fell out of my chair. Okay. Yeah. And like, A, don't be mad at people for trying to support the arts and charity organizations. Right. B, the person making that call, it's a job for them. They're not like, I love calling people. It's so fun. I want to have conversations with like strangers that don't want to talk to me and who are really busy. And then I want to ask them for money when I know none of us have money right now because it just sounds like a really fun pastime. That person doesn't exist. Okay. That's not a real human. I've said this, everyone that I work with, every single person is a struggling artist of some kind. They are either an actor and or a musician. Mm -hmm. And some of the people I work with have done some pretty big things in their careers. Mm -hmm. We all still have to pay the bills. That's right. That's right. And no one has pride. We're all doing this. We all wish we were doing it from uh, and it also might be just a single mom who needs to have five jobs to support herself and her kids in this country right now Uh, i know our listeners aren't rude to people no they're not i really do i want to get that message out there so have this conversation with your friends like Mm -hmm. let's just start a ground roots campaign of gossip for goodness can we please Ooh, gossip for goodness. I I want you to gossip about how rude people are and how it needs to stop. I want to gossip about being a kind person. (laughs) That's good gossip. Come on, gossip girl. (laughs) As I wear my depression. I love it. (laughs) I have a shirt on that just says depression. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't just say depression. It's airbrushed and it's underneath a Malibu sunset with palm trees. That's right. This is from Jillian Bell's uh, Wicked t-shirt line. I love it. I love it. My dad doesn't think it's funny. I think it's funny because it's real. I struggle. The struggle's real, (laughs) y'all. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Let's gossip for goodness. I know oh that's dumb. God. I'm I'm half kidding, but if somebody wanted to start it, I'd jump on the bandwagon. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. 
Uh, well, Jessica, I appreciate what you do. I know it's a job. It's just a job for you. It's a paycheck. But also yeah. the arts are important. And yes. in tough times, it's the first thing people want to cut. And it's of the course. only thing that keeps us sane. Yes. I'm like, well, <laughs> you and I have talked about this many times. Uh, this kept things going for pe even one of the organizations I work for had ways for you to experience live theater during the pandemic from the Through comfort Zoom. of your own home. That's right. So yes like please just have a little respect and just say i'm not interested you don't have to give me a reason you don't have no. to apologize just and i'm sorry, not interested i don't think any of our listeners are these people i think we have a lot of really creative and yes. arts appreciative listeners but yep. one thing i always say to people like arts can keep us sane it can also teach us things by being progressive and also um why would you want to cut something that makes people happy and better. Agreed. Agreed. You know, art, yep. we make fun of the way that people are so we can learn to be better. Yep. Or we show the dirty and the dark so that we can learn to be better That's and right. we can help others. The arts isn't just for fun and foo-foos. What I do is important. Yes. And it, because making you laugh on mm -hmm. a day when you're depressed and can't get out of bed or maybe a few days after you lost a loved one, mm -hmm. making you laugh or making you smile or giving you one second respite from that pain is all I want to yep. do with my life. Exactly. And I think that's good. Mm -hmm. it's, it's entertainment also can be a form of taking care of yourself, yes. giving yourself that break. Letting Absolutely. yourself have a moment to just at least try to chuckle and lighten your spirits. Music touches people in ways you wouldn't believe. Art touches people in ways. Acting. I mean, any type of arts is important. I don't care what mm -hmm. you say. It shouldn't be the first thing cut. Sorry. Yeah. It's not just an extracurricular. That's right. Oh, boy. I'm going to have I'm... to get a ladder to get down from these soapboxes. It's time for a cleansing breath. Definitely. I'm not a perfect person, y'all, but I strive to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We like to get out our rants. Some of them are important. Some of them aren't. We're looking mm -hmm. for normalcy. We're mm -hmm. looking for a way to get this stuff out and not let it sit like acid in our brains and hearts. Right. We get out our rants, take a cleansing breath, and then we fill up with some fun and goodness. So if you have a chance, scream it out if you want. It feels yes. real good. It's a muscular release. I don't know why. But anyway, if you can't, at least take a breath. Ready? Indeed. Ready. Take a deep breath in. And. <sighs> yes. Do that yes. five more times today if you think about it. Set an alarm on your phone. <laughs> Uh, let's just move right on in. We took a lot of time in that, in that top part and we got more good stuff coming. Let's do it. All right. So I'm up first with corners. This is a, what the what corner. Oh. <laughs> I like, this is right up my alley. You guys, Oh, right yeah, up my alley. It's, it's custom made for you. It kind of is. Okay. So this is from the mirror UK. It's written by John bet. It was published on July 20th and today's like very recently okay so this is real deal y'all man claims to have filmed bigfoot carrying a baby sasquatch across a river i'm sorry i giggled <laughs> i'm sorry it makes me laugh but i love idea... that she already knew what it was and she's still laughing about it 
like I know because gosh darn it I would love it would make me the happiest lady in the world to see a Bigfoot just tenderly carrying I can't. I can't. carrying their Sasquatch baby across the river for dinner uh, <laughs> did you love Harry and the Hendersons of course I did Who I can't didn't? with you I cannot me I didn't so I never bad. saw it and I never will no it's so bad it's like one of those Charles Grodin things where you're like what why <laughs> But it's John Lithgow, yes. Yeah, that's what I meant. I always get, I always, I always, (laughs) I don't know why I always get their names confused. I love it. (laughs) Okay. A man claims to have seen the elusive Bigfoot carrying a baby Sasquatch across a river, but he Uh, didn't just see it, y'all. He captured it. He captured the footage of the beast. Okay. And I watched it. You know, it's something. Anyway, a man claims to have filmed Bigfoot carrying a baby Sasquatch across the river, and the incredible footage has awakened the debate. Listen, if you run in the right circles, this debate has never cooled. Believe me. Brother. Believe me. A man named Eddie V shared the clip with the Rocky Mountain Sasquatch organization, who in turn shared it on their Facebook page, and so far it's had over 150,000 views. Well, in the world of digital stuff, that's not a ton. But anyway, (laughs) Eddie explained that his cousin was kayaking down a river when he saw something he didn't recognize crossing the water in front of him. So he quickly began filming. In the footage, a giant hulking figure, yeah, can be, it looks like Chewbacca, can Mm -hmm. be seen carrying a smaller creature. I can't see the creature. I've zoomed in. I can't. I mean, I can't make it out. Anyway, um, while it's unclear what's in the footage, it certainly appears to be about the right shape and size to be a Bigfoot. Speaking to the niche organization, Eddie said, not sure what it is, but I have sent it to a few people to see what they say. Some say it's a Bigfoot carrying a baby Bigfoot. (laughs) Bigfoots apparently make me giggle. I can't help it. (laughs) Others say it's a Bigfoot carrying a deer, which also would be precious if he wasn't going to eat it and just like taking care of it. I don't know. I don't shake your head at me. <laughs> the organization zoomed in on the footage, yeah, and filmed on Cass River in Michigan, and there's uh, shared the alleged sighting with their followers. Uh, some viewers didn't believe it was Bigfoot. I'm a, I, I'm gonna fall on the side of probably not a Bigfoot, but that's just me. Believe what you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they say the creature clip was a guy in waders because that area is really popular with fishermen. I could see that. It might be a nice mountain man. Um, but others were sold and one social media user added, what else could it be? <laughs> I mean, a lot of things to be honest, okay. but meanwhile, in 2019, the best Bigfoot sighting ever was made in the U S forest in a U.S. forest near the Mississippi town of Tunica. The figure bears a resemblance to a human or an ape with limbs and hands. And the creature also appears to be covered in black fur, which matches the description of the mythical creature, which has been a part of U S folklore for centuries. Now, other countries do have their version of like, isn't Chupacabra the, their version of Bigfoot in Mexico? Is it? I thought that was like a four-legged beast that was kind of like a dog. I could be demon. wrong. That's possible. Yes. I could be wrong. I thought I it was just a know of the Yeti, which the Yeti. There's several names for Bigfoot and of Sasquatch, course my personal obviously favorite, one of... the Abominable Snowman from Rudolph. That is not included in Bigfoot. I don't Why? Know. Because it's an abominable snowman. Uh... But the thing is, he's not a snowman. He's he's an abominable creature that lives in snow he's not a man but shaped like a man 
Is that his name? Abominable Snowman? I'm looking it up right now. What about the snowman. What about the guy, the white furry guy that comes out and scares the daylights out of you on uh, the Matterhorn at Walt Disney? Isn't that the same guy? Uh, oh, Disney Land. Are Disney. we land or world? Land. Land or land. Worlds in Florida. Abominable Snowman. Wow, I know people are thrilled. Yes. Yes, he is the abominable snowman. But he's not a snowman. I know, but he's called the abominable snowman. Talk to the creators of Rudolph stop motion classic children's film from our childhood, which I own and watch yearly. Holy cow, you need another cleansing breath right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, I, I... I love listening to stuff like this. I I am not convinced that Bigfoot exists. I'm just not. But this it's a fun journey. <laughs> and a, clearly a, the idea of a baby Bigfoot makes me giggle beyond belief. Oh like my a baby God, Sasquatch hilarious. So adorable to me, like a furry Groot or something. That is so freaking funny. You know those Groot okay. flower well. pots? What? Let me just give a corrections corner because already, yeah. When I googled abominable snowman Rudolph, a million images came up from him and stories. However, upon further perusing, mm-hmm. the abominable snow monster of the north, snow monster that makes sense, he's called Bumble. That's right. I have a Christmas ornament and it has his name on a tag mm-hmm. hanging from it. Dumb, well, dumb, then I what's forgot. wrong with both of us? I totally forgot. Bumble. Bumble. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. All right. Well, you learn I something mean, new every day. The more you know. Do, 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 do. Star right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Not a snowman. Mm-hmm. A snowman is made out of snow with carrot nose. It's true. Okay, well, we figured that out. You're welcome, world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my corner. It's fun to think about. I would love for you to find me a baby Sasquatch. I'll raise it um, and teach it good manners and well, kindness. I will not offer to babysit, I can assure you. Oh, you just wait till you see that you boo boo face. <laughs> that watch face and he go and I'll say, I yum you. Okay. Our next rave. Oh my god. I'm just on a rave tip today. Our next corner. We're excited for our raves. And I will say we have good raves. Hi, Vey. Okay. Yeah. Our next corner. It's been a while since we've had a weirdo of the week. Oh, how does that start off? You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? In the form of a Sasquatch. <laughs> So this corner, um, I'm going to tell you something. I don't ever, uh, I mean, I don't think any of us are. I can't deal with people having an unnecessary amount of anger in situations that it's never called for unless, God forbid, a horrific tragedy happened, right? 
I'm but, not gonna promise I haven't snapped before and had to go back and apologize later. But yes, I agree with you. <laughs> I understand, but that's even different from this because I know for a fact you've never scared people into fearing for their life to get your way or because you're Absolutely. mad about something. No, 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 no. So, um, you know, again, I don't condone any of this, but I am what I like to call a condiment hoe. I love condiments like more than the actual food. I could dip styrofoam peanuts into Polynesian sauce or uh, spicy aioli, whatever, all okay. day long. For me, well, it's all about the sauce. Okay. I just, I just want you to know what? you are you are not alone. I oh, you am see? a condiment whore. Yeah. I like a multitude, like a, a myriad of choices for sauces. I always want a sauce. If you have a sauce available, yes. I probably want it. And P.S., the sauces are usually available for places that offer chicken nuggets or tenders or whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I get them because I want to dip fries and or my sandwich into them. Amen. Okay? Food, That's amen. That's how much I like sauce. Food, yes. amen. Got you. Well, Dana, it's also been a while since we've had something from your favorite journalist, Mr. David Moye. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so this Moye, is... Moye and sauces, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> this is from HuffPo, and this is an Iowa man calls in a bomb threat because he didn't get sauce for his chicken McNuggets. <laughs> okay. Now, again... Yeah. I don't condone this, and I never will. Now, have I been ready to burn the place down when I don't get my rice with my Zanku chicken? Sure, yes. In your mind, in your mind, sure. When I ask to please give me whatever request it's on the side, and it's yeah. not, or I say, can I have a few, and I get one? Oh, yeah. Yes, I get unreasonably angry. I do, okay? But this is truly beyond the pale, Uh, The police say this man attempted to get revenge on his local McDonald's after he was shafted out of his sauce for his chicken McNuggets, but things blew up in his face. There we go, Moye. Oh, Moye. (laughs) Ankeny police arrested Robert Goldweitzer Jr. on Saturday night after he allegedly threatened to blow up the restaurant and punch an employee over his missing condiments. Invest. Why would you double threaten? Like, if you blow up the one wasn't bad enough. Well, maybe he's like, I'm gonna blow up the empty restaurant, and then I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna punch you. (laughs) That's pretty extreme. (laughs) So insane. Investigators told the station that the 42 year old suspect called the fast food chain after discovering his order was incorrect. After police contacted Goldweitzer, the sauce craving suspect admitted to making threats. Authorities arrested him Saturday night and charged him with a felony charge. You're damn right they did. Yes. Of making a false report of explosive or incendiary device. On Sunday, he was released from Polk County Jail after posting bond. People have made some really bizarre bogus bomb threats before. Well, I don't care about other ones, Moye. No. Anyways, that's it. It's a very short. Into very the short. Point corner, but you I know think what? That person needs some anger management treatment. 
beyond. <laughs> like, what made you think in your brain that a condiment sauce was worth being arrested? Okay. And having a criminal record for. I love honey mustard, but I'm not going to jail for it. Okay. And also, shame on you, Moye, for that bad blow up pun. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Moye, king of horrible puns. Oh my God, for real. Hilarious. Like, you've got some food. I have food issues. Don't get me wrong. I got mega food issues, but I'm not calling in bomb threats or threatening to punch somebody because I didn't get my ranch. Okay. But I will give you a Powell scowl. If you give me one ranch and I go, can I please have another one? Uh, if Do I need to pay for it? I can pay for it. Uh-huh. When really, in reality, I should just go to the store and buy a bottle of ranch. <laughs> okay. I also love to let people know way after the fact. It's like, it could be years later, not years, but seriously, a very long time since I've been. And I'm like, you know, the last time I was here, <laughs> you guys forgot the sweet and sour sauce. And, and uh, in their mind, they're I like, dry egg rolls. That's all I'm saying. In their huh? mind, they're like, I didn't forget it. What are you telling me for? I didn't even I, work here. Yep. I raise a brow. Like, what are you going to offer here? A handful more... of cream cheese wontons or something to. You want wontons? <laughs> in saying. exchange for your missing soy sauce, you want, you really upped the. the... I'm just waiting for there to be some sort of, I am so sorry. Let us try to rectify it now, three months later when you're back here. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but nothing against sauces for sure. No. (laughs) (laughs) I love the, this is actually the Jacob's Ladder, not the movie, but like the thing you buy at a Ren Fair or an Arts Fair where it has the wood that goes clap, 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 clap. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like this whole episode has been like this because now we're moving from chicken nuggets into a different thing, but it does have a food in the title. Yeah, so we're moving away on with your rave. We're moving on into raves. I'm up first, and my rave is for corn fed threads. Now, I believe this is from a listener, right? Yes, it is. A, mm-hmm. a former Missouri resident, now mm-hmm. living just on the other side in Illinois. And I have already checked out their website, I've already made wish list purchases, and will be finding mm-hmm. people to gift them to me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, but sometimes my family likes to get me Missouri things because I mm. I like it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I just gave a little peek into what this is about. Um, let me read you about it. Corn fret, boof, corn fed <laughs> threads. <laughs> Welcome to corn fed threads. We create shirts with a message. We thought the name was appropriate because we are two big guys from the cornfields who aren't. Well, it says tarnt. Your typical rednecks. We are actively fighting for a progressive, anti-racist society. Like so many rural people, we don't fit the mold. We believe in community and progressive values. We are a father and son startup and lifelong rural Missourians. I think it's so cute. Did you look at the picture of the two Mm -hmm. of them? Adorable. Adorable. Yes. We are proud to offer quality, rugged shirts with progressive messages. I think it's amazing because I, too, am from that area, and 
I think it's pretty safe to say that for a long time now, Missouri has been a red state. We're not a political podcast, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. say what my views are other than to say I have pr- what would be considered progressive thoughts for my area mm-hmm. and I don't always fit in. Um, but I'm not, it's nice to know I'm not the only one. Right. And I'm just going to read you some of the, the products. They have t-shirts, co- koozies. Um, what else? Did they, tea towels. Ooh, excuse me. Tea towels. When I talk about home, it comes out. Tea towels. Tea towels. <laughs> they're not you don't towels. Even put the W in there. No, they're towels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tea towels. Koozies. T-shirts. That's how I used to talk. Uh, yeah. And sometimes still <laughs> doesn't mean I'm dumb. Okay. Anyway, here's one. Drink coffee. Don't be a racist. I love it. <laughs> okay. I love it. They're also funny to me. Like Yes. They also have ones that just have the shape of your state and then the area code. Mm-hmm. So or so like mine would be a shape of Missouri 417. They have 515, 402, 314, all those area codes. Anyway, here's one that's a t-shirt that says vaccination, but it's V-A-X hyphen A hyphen nation. So like Vax mm-hmm. the nation. And then mm-hmm. it says, thanks, Joe. <laughs> Love it. Love it. This is probably my favorite. This you can get on tank tops, t-shirts, cozies, tea towels, whatever you want. It says, it's for women, and it says, "You're here comes some language, y'all. I never warn you unless I'm reading it. I don't know why, but anyway, you're, <laughs> you're lucky we want equality and not revenge. Oh, there was no language. Because in my brain, you know, Ooh. I read it, you're fucking lucky we want equality. Not revenge. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Okay. Yep. You're lucky. Give us equality because we could take revenge. You want to wash your own dishes? You want to wash your own clothes? You want to <laughs> feed your own kids? You best think about it. Okay. <laughs> um, one says, not a Republican, just vaccinated. <laughs> Drink beer. Don't be a racist. I mean, they go on mm-hmm, and on, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I love them. Uh, not an a-hole, just vaccinated. Uh, drinks oh beer God. supports LGBTQ+. Um, let teachers teach. Love mm-hmm. that one. Pay teachers what they're worth. Love it. I, I mean, I could clang, clang, Great. clang went Josh Howley. Oh, this one hurts. I hate that man. It's from my home state. I mm-hmm. hate it. Mm-hmm. They also have just really blatant, horrible ones like they use the the pound symbol, like they're mm-hmm. saying a bad word, but they're trying to cover it a little bit. But it really does just say, fuck Josh Alley. <laughs> Holly, oh I guess you say. Um, one says progressive AF. There are also some that just flat out say, fuck Mitch McConnell. Like, it's oh not, God. not. I know that's not nice. And you probably don't want to wear it out in public, but I'll sleep in that and feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I wouldn't wear it out in public is because I don't want to fight with dummies. But the rest yeah. of them, I will wear out okay. in public. And I will fight you if you say you're a bad person because you're progressive. No, I'm not. I've learned from our history and you need to oh catch up. <laughs> anyway, check them out, you guys. I do not know these people, yes. but man, I am on board. Cornfedthreads.com. Love it. Thank you, listener, for sending that in. Um, I, we can do better, Missouri. We can do yes. better. That's all I'll say, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. 
Uh, thank you so much, Dana, and thank you to our listener. Thank you for thank writing you, into thank us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It was an you. amazing message, and we're waiting for another. She sent us a very yeah. long note, which we yes. loved reading. Absolutely. And now we're waiting for more to come from her in the future. Absolutely. And just so you know. No like, pressure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we do love that. Like you, you texted me that because I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it yet. When we tell you guys, we love hearing from you. It's not a lie. Okay. We read so, everything and we share every message. Like unless it's, it's something not, totally private. Right. If you tell us not to share, we're not going to share. But, um, but we, we read it all. We love it. We love communicating with y'all. We do. Okay. So this is also, this was like kind of perfect timing because I saw um, this website pop up today because I follow them on social media and they just recently kind of rebranded their logo and stuff and redid their website. And I already was always a huge fan of this company, but now I'm so thrilled to share this with you guys. So this is a former coworker of mine at anthropology for many moons ago. And I thought what great timing, because by the time this episode is out, it will have already dropped, but I am the guest on a podcast that is uh, dropping its third episode. It's called the retail horror, the retail horror podcast. Mm -hmm. And my dear friend and mentor and boss for several years back in my early days in LA um, started a podcast about all of her experiences in retail. So amazing. It's great. She actually is responsible for me finding one of my favorite planty people online. Oh, awesome. The the plant queen. Yeah. I love it. Positive, lovely human being. And she brought that to my attention. I love that. Yeah. So Michelle is a dear friend of mine. She has been a huge supporter and fan of us from day one with our podcast. We also a uh, former rave. I always love to reach out those yes. out pug nation LA mm-hmm. and Michelle has a line of t-shirts where she gives 10% of her profits to them. She's always giving back. She is the person that I'm telling you, I learned so much from working for her over the years. I also, but, I'm not in merchandising, but I mm-hmm. follow her and love her posts. Everything is so pretty. It's She's so freaking talented. It's yes. ridiculous. I really do credit how I learned to merchandise well, from you're her amazing. to a different so, level. Yeah. <clears throat> but she um, always, when we were working downtown, she didn't just do this at the holidays, but I remember specifically the first time being with her. She did it before we kind of wrapped up for the season. She went and bought, I don't remember how many, but $10 Starbucks gift cards. And she walked around to homeless people as we were walking around downtown going to uh, different vendors and she would hand it to people so they could get a warm cup of coffee and something to eat. She's always just been so generous. So I'm thrilled about her podcast launch. And then she had this little series within it that she's doing called Life After Anthropology because all of us that worked there was an amazing place to work creatively and mm-hmm. if you ever worked in retail it becomes a family right you work right. with people a lot and sometimes for years at a time if you're somewhere that you really enjoy it mm-hmm. so um we had such a cool crew of people there at the different stores in LA throughout our time and we all worked together in some capacity i will get to the point of the rave this is <laughs> about Chocolate and Steel, and my friend and former coworker Christine is one of the founders and creators of this company. Chocolate and Steel 
We're committed to making business choices that contribute to a healthy environment, support local economy, and make the world a better place. Now, they have jewelry that is so cute and also really meaningful. You'll go on a deep dive when you peruse their site. Chocolate. I'm going to go look. Oh, you're going to love it. For a fact, I know you're going to love it. Okay. Chocolate and Steel, S-T-E-E-L.com. Okay. Chocolate and Steel Studio makes every effort to tread lightly on our planet. The studio is powered by wind and solar energy through a program offered by our utility company. We use recycled paper goods for our packaging and store and reuse any other shipping materials we receive. The studio is stocked with reusable plates and utensils, so nothing is thrown away. Our manufacturing processes are also eco-friendly. All jewelry pieces are made with recycled sterling silver. Even the gold vermeil option is recycled sterling silver with 14 karat gold plated over it. We avoid harsh chemicals in our manufacturing whenever possible. Any pieces that do not pass our quality control are melted down and refined to be used again. In addition, all of our jewelry is nickel-free. Our packaging Good, is some people are allergic to that and it creates major. blisters on their skin. Yes. Oh, my name is Dana. <laughs> okay. Yes, I can't wear it either. Uh, Our packaging is made with recyclable materials, including compostable bags for our wholesale accounts. All of our jewelry is made in the USA. Even our chains are manufactured here. By keeping all aspects of our process in the U.S., we help support our local economy. Many of our employees are parents, so our studio hours support support the schedule needed to juggle both a career and a family. Amen, sister. Mm -hmm. Okay, I know this is a mouthful, but I can't say enough good things about this company. So I want you to hear one last thing. They also um, have recently become part of 1% for the planet, which a lot of our raves are Oh, yes. So I'm really proud that somebody who has started, I mean, I knew her when she was just starting out and doing like little local fairs and stuff around LA. Now this is a huge company. Like I remember running into her at a trade show and being like, oh my God, and just having no idea how much she had grown her line. So through the Chocolate and Steel Give Back program, she said, one thing that has become a very, very clear to me is that there is so much power in supporting the people and organizations that I believe in, supporting them financially. While my company has always been positioned to give back to organizations that are doing good, I am increasing my focus in this area. There will always be opportunities to have your purchases go further. So she listed organizations we're supporting for 2021. Right Girl, that's W-R-I-T-E Oh, I know Girl. Right Girl, yes. Mm-hmm. The Trevor Project. Come on, yeah. Which is huge. If you don't know about that, please look, look it up. up. Yep. And in fact, they have a pride collection and 20% of all sales from their pride collection are donated monthly to the Trevor Project. Amazing. So they've listed for two, 2020 and 2019 also, the organizations that they were supporting, uh, Summa Everything, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, Equal Justice Initiative, the Trevor Project again, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, Save the Redwoods, Races, R-A-I-C-E-S, Natick Projects, AIDS Lifestyle, Hispanic Federation, Best Friends Animal Society. Okay, that's a lot of organizations that I haven't heard of. I know. I'm excited to look those up. I know. 
So kudos to Christine and all of the team at Chocolate and Steel. Uh, so excited I'm, for you. I just went to like the shop now tab uh -huh. and it's I didn't even look by like necklace, bracelet, ring, earring, whatever, but they have that option. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. seeing a million things that I would absolutely love to have. Yes. Some of it is like activists and positive vibe stuff. Some of it's just freaking cute little elephant with a heart. Like it's like, here's one, here's a quote bar. It's, it's also all really dainty, which is my fave. Yep. Um, I love the, the quote bars. Yeah. The mystery of life isn't a problem to solve, but a reality to experience. I mean, right. They're very special. They're um, very. I, like I you really... can find something for yourself or anyone, but if you really were looking for something special and unique uh, with a message, then again, I'm a huge fan of the quote bar necklaces. I mean, they um, have tons of them. They have Kamala Harris's I'm speaking. Right. Yes. yes. Knowledge is power. No risk. No magic. I mean, they're all so good. Are awesome. Oh God, River Phoenix, one of my all-time crushes. Uh, run to the rescue with love, and peace will follow. Oh my God, our voices, our future. I mean, honestly, <sighs> check it out, you guys. They're awesome. They're I, really, really great company, and I can tell you, I have seen, felt, held, and purchased from them before. Their stuff is top notch. Please very, very check cute. them out. Um, and also really some good. stuff that I haven't really seen anywhere else, like that sort of half moon with a bar under the, your earlobe. Yeah. I've never seen that. I know. Very, very cute. And it's doing good for others. Can't. Exactly. That's a win-win. Indeed. All right, Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Ooh, we did it. We did do it. I'm going to tell all y'all really quickly how to get in touch with us. Please. I always remember it like halfway through if I forget. And I'm like, yep, didn't mention it. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. As always, if you feel inclined, shoot us a message, send us something fun, and feel free to rate, review, subscribe. Yes, because that helps people find us. It's yes. not just because we want to be famous. Because Exactly. Nope, tank nobody getting famous off a podcast, okay? Since we're in <laughs> hick mode today, Dana. We, we're, not looking, we're not looking for that. We're looking for goodness and sharing it. So Indeed. Uh, gossip about us. Gossip for some goodness, y'all. Yeah. I'm really pushing that. I'm really pushing <laughs> No. Uh, thank you, Jessica. Please get a hold of us and, and help people find us. Um, sure. I like to end the show with a point to ponder. And mm -hmm. I also like to say what I'm into. I sort of mentioned at the top of the show, I found this new show, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Or was I that in the so. green room dump? Anyway, I found, I think I talked about it in the show because I mentioned mm -hmm. that I was watching that while Henry was like, no. Nah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So Generation Hustle on HBO uh, is just about, it's fascinating. It's about people who scam and openly talk on camera about it, which is fascinating. Um, did you know that scam rap is a thing? No. Okay. I'm an old grandma too, because I don't, I just called you an old grandma. <laughs> 
<laughs> because I didn't know either. It is a genre of rap. It's called scam rap. And they mm-hmm. are scammers and they rap about, they teach you how to scam. No, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Anyway, it's fascinating. <laughs> um, so that I'm watching. Are you watching anything cool? Uh no, I think everything I've watched, I've talked about. I can't remember. So yeah, I, I'm still working my way through this life with Lisa Ling too. Mm-hmm. Oh once yeah. I, once I realized there's like 15, yes, 15 yes. seasons of it. No, but that's one that I love, and I remember you mentioning that. I absolutely need to check that out. It's just fun. It's mm-hmm. just shows you um, views of life that you yeah. have never seen, maybe didn't understand, and just gives you a different perspective. It's yeah. great. Um, I watched a road traveling strippers one last night and it was both fascinating, a little bit sad, but also a little bit like, huh, I never thought of it that way. Right. You know, interesting. Anyway, the only one I think I've ever seen of that, and it was from earlier on in the series is when she goes in with a motorcycle gang. Mm, I don't think I've hit that one. Oh, it's really good. She is so I also watched the gay rodeo one last night, which was mm. amazing. She's such a doll. She fits in with anyone. Yep. She's not afraid to call you out on your bullshit. Yep. But she also is willing to learn from you. Yes. So like the road traveling strippers one, she was like, I think one of the main things that I learned is I don't think people realize how hard these women work. Yes. It's exhausting. It was exhausting and it doesn't matter if they feel like it or not. They got to slap on a smile and act sexy or they don't eat. Yep. Anyway, it's fascinating. So I love that she learns and grows from her experiences, but she's Mm -hmm. not afraid to call out the bullshit either. Um, And real quick, I want to mention, I think I've mentioned her before, but she's had a couple of posts and I want to use this as an opportunity um, to share something I did that I hope others don't follow in my path. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to shout out Jamila Jamil. You can mm-hmm. find her on Instagram. She's official, so she should pop up. Uh, mm-hmm. Jamila Jamil official is her handle. Uh, you might know her as one of the characters on The Good Place. She's absolutely stunning. She's was like an MTV VJ in London, mm-hmm. came here, wanted to be a writer, and they were like, oh, no, you're stunning, and you're a wonderful actress and a cool person, and let's put you on TV immediately. <laughs> and that just happened. So mm-hmm. anyway... I want to say, and I hope others can learn from this, and I hope I've learned from this. I worked with her, and mm-hmm. we had scenes, one scene, I guess, together, but in a large, large group of people. It was mm-hmm. a courtroom scene, right? So I was on set with her all day for a couple of different days. And when people asked me, oh, how was it working with Jamila? Because I didn't know her personally before that. I said, oh, she seemed nice. I wouldn't say she was overly friendly. You know, I, I have to say, I think I judged her because I was like, she's beautiful. She made it, uh, in my, in, in my view, which is probably not true easier than I, than I have. She worked her butt off in London, Dana, stop being a bitch. Okay. Anyway, um, she probably gets constantly approached like Sofia Vergara, where she has mm-hmm. a sense of fear about what mm-hmm. people are going to say and do to her. Mm-hmm. She probably just has a wall up for her own personal safety. And that is 1000% okay, Dana Powell. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to act like your best friend and talk to you like you do every living being you see. Okay. <laughs> so lesson learned, Dana, don't do that again, because 
I have to say, I think she's a phenomenal woman. And I hope that nobody writes in and tells me I'm wrong. But um, she is an activist. Her her bio says Fem- feminist in progress. Love that. Mm-hmm. She has a podcast called I Weigh. Um, her other Instagram account is I Weigh. Uh, and it is surrounding mental health. She's a big mm-hmm. mental health advocate. So let me just read her last three posts real quick and we'll bust out of here, okay? Mm-hmm. Guys, guys, which billionaire got to be the first in space? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. I don't fucking care. It doesn't fucking matter. Fuck these guys. Good night. <laughs> now, she said, they keep interrupting the news about how devastated our planet is and how many people are dying because of it to tell us about this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Read the room, guys. I hope the race to see which one can actually pay their fucking taxes next is on. Mm-hmm. Now that I would watch. Excellent point, friend. Mm-hmm. Next post. The Norwegian beach volleyball girls wanted to play in these shorts, which I'll show you, Jessica. We can post it. Normal mm-hmm. looking shorts, right? Yep. Wanted to play in these shorts instead of bikini bottoms, which they found to be too revealing. But they were threatened by the EC tournament organizer with fines if they wore anything covering more than 10 centimeters of their butts. Wow. What? Thank you for making us aware of this. Last one I'll say, but please go check her out at Jamila Jamil Official. She is also, by the way, the new She-Hulk, which I could not be. Welcome to the Marvel Universe, girl. You deserve it. You deserve it. She, I love that. So she posts this picture. Um, I'll show you. We can post that too. It says, mm-hmm. feeling fat and lazy. And it's um, sparklegirl.com. Come check it out. You can work out whatever. So she writes, and this is what I think is important. She wrote on that picture. Why though? And she says, this is in a so-called progressive intolerant New York epicenter, uh, Times Square. This is blatantly fat phobic and also quite ableist ad. It bothers me to no end that we are still yet to recognize the cruelty and offense to fat people as hate speech. It is still open season on fat bodies with most of America still being fat. With most of America being fat, this amazes me. How many people's mental health are we this reckless with under the pretense of caring about their physical health? We all know how deeply entwined mental and physical health is. Is it that hard to have one without the other? What is being achieved? America could win an Olympic America could win an Olympic gold medal in egregious mainstream shaming and abuse of fat people. This has been going on since the 80s. All we've seen in this nation weight is weight rise. So after four fucking decades, wow. can we accept that bullying does not encourage anyone to change? Fat people are not automatically lazy and unhealthy. Let me read that again. I know we're in a hurry. Fat people are not automatically lazy and unhealthy. Thin people are not automatically active and healthy. Thin people are not automatically active and healthy. I was anorexic for 20 years because of adverts like these and messaging like this, and I didn't eat a meal for the majority of those two decades. Do you think I had the energy to do anything? I couldn't exercise. I couldn't clean. I often couldn't even brush my hair or teeth. You know who's super active? People like Lizzo and her extremely athletic dancers and people like yoga instructor. My name is Jess Jess Amin. Yeah, both bigger than I've ever been and both healthier and more active and full of life than I have ever been or likely ever can be because of how much I damaged my body from anorexia. You do not know someone's health or personality from their size. 
To categorize, stereotype, and discriminate against people because of their appearance is a form of bigotry. And we cannot just always leave it to fat people to advocate for themselves for fuck's sake. Every time I even mention a fat person and talk about their beauty, style, or talent, my comment becomes so horrendous, I have to turn them off. Can you imagine what happens on their personal pages and in their DMs? We have to be louder about this because it harms everyone. Fat phobia is steeped in racism, ableism, and classism. Show up against it. That's our show for this week, guys. Check her out. I love you all. I love you, Jessica. Love you too. Thank you, guys. I want you to have an amazing trip. Oh, uh, thank you. And I'll I will try. Miss you so much. I'm going to miss you. I know. We'll have to share uh, international uh, fun delights with each other. Yes, absolutely. I won't have any for you, but you send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, mm, I'm making grilled cheese again. <laughs> and then I'll send you a picture of poutine cheese on french fries with gravy there's got to be duck something in there I still believe there's duck nope I know I know <laughs> <laughs> alright I love you Jessica love you too bye bye